Sean. Al Topic. What's up, 8-Bit Barstool? What is going on, my friend? Oh, uh, long week, long week. What's going on with you over there? No snow? Uh, no snow. Uh, the weather has been up and down. I'm sick and tired of it. I'm ready for spring. I'm ready for summer. And I'm ready for fall. I oh, don't say those words, summer, man. That's, oh, God. Yeah, summer's are brutal. Summer's <laughs> are brutal. Uh, I, I, I really, uh, I really hate the summers up here, and they're they're iffy. Oh, re- oh, really? <clears throat> yeah, they can either be really freaking hot and humid, or they can be really nice in the eighties and nineties, and I'll call it good. But for some strange odd reason, I've got a problem that it's going to be a little bit different. Oh, it's listen, gonna I be know hot and humid. I know here, hot and humid is every day. Summer here, no, yeah. no changes. So we got a little sports talk to talk about tonight. Uh, we have uh, we've narrowed down our topics for for tonight. Um, obviously, we are going to do the NFL Combine. That's your um, first. That will be my first. Um, and we're my second will be the NCAA tournaments that have been going on. In basketball. Right, which is the big tonight. And uh, yours, we've got the Houston, what is it, the Rockets, I believe? Uh, Yeah, first is the franchise. Yeah. It's franchise tag. Oh, yeah, the old old franchise tag. Yes, sir. And then we're going to get on to a winning streak. Uh, uh, was it the Rockets, right? Yep. Yeah, there we go. Yes, sir. But so, we'll start. Uh, I would say let's jump into the NFL Combine. Um, let's dive in, sir. The uh, my goodness, it. it It ranged from absolute shockers from what I've seen. Um, Saquon Barkley was not a shocker to me. He impressed beyond belief. His 40 time was absolutely ridiculous. Uh, No, his broad jump. His, no, let me get it right. His vert jump was absolutely ridiculous. I believe it was 41, 41 inches. 41 inches. Jeez. The guy is around six foot, 230 pounds. Can run a four, I believe it was a four, 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 four. Yeah, I think was, range. yeah, I think it was a four four range, four 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 five somewhere around there, and we're talking. You you got the build of a fullback in Saquon Barkley, and the running back's body, and a running back's body. Um, oh, sorry, check that a running back mentality. Yeah. And the guy was an absolute beast at the combine. Um, beast, and the best player, not far none. Yeah, and I, I, I'm telling you now, whoever gets him, whether he will either be at, like we've talked about before with the Browns, <laughs> screwing up a wet dream. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm gonna say. Duke Johnson, he's talented. He's, I saw him down here. He's talented, all right. I mean, he he has the mentality of being a franchise quarterback. But if you get someone like Saquon Barkley and the Browns and you get a decent quarterback or, yeah, basically your quarterback and your running back position will be filled. 
even though you have Deshaun or not Deshaun Watson, but uh, Deshaun Kaiser. You got Kaiser and Duke Johnson. You got them both. They're both good. But we have talked about this before. They're injury prone. Right. Um, I don't know if you caught up on majority of the NFL combine. But... I've got takes on them. I, I, I studied some notes. I studied some. I read some uh, articles and I got some notes, actually. Yeah, I, I was just – I was impressed. This was a hell of a combine through and through. You, I mean, like I said, you had it from quarterbacks. Every position was – Every position was covered. Yeah, every position was absolutely – I mean, it was just perfect. I mean, this, this is one hell of a draft class in my eyes. I see him. Um, I mean, you couldn't go away from defense or offense. They were both good. You're you're absolutely right about that. But my my shocker of the of the combine, my shocker, my player, wow, Shaquem Griffin, the Ooh. guy with the Shaquem Griffin, the one with the mm, uh, with the uh, one uh, with the prosthetic arm. Yep, four three, a four three. Run on the forty. Yep. I think he had one of the bench best bench presses of the whole uh, combine. Yep. The guy. Uh, this guy is he? They're saying they're projecting him to be a fourth, the fifth round pick, fourth round in the fourth round of the draft. I think he goes second or third personally. Uh, I I, I say the, the exact now, same thing. Round, not pick, but you know, second first round yeah. pick. But he's definitely a. What I yeah. I've seen this kid play a few times on. On the TV down here because he get you know it's Florida, right? Good man, the kid could cover. He could catch. <laughs> I mean, kids got it all. And and you see that that was probably quite a shocker to a lot of people, not just you and me, but uh, that that had to have. I mean, I I, I wasn't expecting that at all. Um, honestly, the the quarterbacks, I mean, I've heard, I've heard a lot of news about them and how they're feeling about where they're going to go. I watched this thing on Baker Mayfield and LaDainian Tomlinson, and they were, uh, they were throwing, they were throwing balls at a target of teams that, Baker Mayfield's possibly going to go. One of them said the Dolphins. One of them said the Chargers. Oof. Our team is in that in that mix of a possibility of Baker Mayfield heading in. Listen, your team, they need to go find themselves a kicker. That's the first thing they need to do. Ah, yeah. <laughs> you take that hey. shot. Sean. <laughs> they need a kicker. I'm not going to lie. They go from it's like that's one of the main things that they look for, especially throughout the season. That they'll go for, uh, they'll go look for a kicker. I, I was sick and tired of that. I'm not gonna lie. I need a franchise kicker. I need someone who will stick around for a little bit. That's not gonna get get the boot later on down the road. Now, let me tell you something. Well, you were talking about Cleveland earlier and stuff and something like and stuff like that. I feel in this draft with the quarterbacks, I feel Cleveland having a top pick. I don't think Deshaun Kaiser is their, Kaiser is their eight to ten year guy. I think if you're picking number one, I think you have to you have to pick for an eight to ten year guy, and I think that guy is Sam Donald. See, that's what I was. That, I mean, Sam Donald, he he's a. <sighs> I mean, it's it's a quarterback. Uh, you know, quarterbacks are a quarterback. You're gonna have, you know, you're gonna have the, you'll have your running backs, your you know, receivers, defensive and defensive linemen, whatever. Um, you'll have all those, and you know, it, it's just okay. Okay, fine then. Here's a question. If we're going to get in the quarterbacks, Sam Darnold, 
you know, he he ran a four eight a four eight five forty. Um question is, do you get a mobile quarterback like in JT Barrett from Ohio State? Um, Quentin mm. Flowers from South Florida, mm. uh, or even Josh Allen from Wyoming. I mean, they're all they're Quentin Flowers had a four six, JT Barrett had a four seven, Josh Allen had a four seven five. The the top three quarterbacks with the fastest forty. And do you get yourself a mobile quarterback and go ahead and skip a running back since you have someone like Duke Johnson? Or do you get and a strong quarterback? And the guy's Air Crow, which is a good running back while he runs. Yeah. Back. Or do you go with someone like Sam Darnold who had a four eight five and a forty, but can throw the ball? I, I if I if I'm the Cleveland Browns, I have to go I have to go with a guy that can last because the running backs not gonna last you their value has gone down. So I don't think a running back I don't think they're an eight to ten year guy anymore. That franchise needs an eight to ten year guy like Philadelphia got with uh, Carson Wentz. You know, like, look at the six-round pick that the New England Patriots got, Tom Brady. This guy's going to be a 20-year player by the time it's over. I just yeah. think the quarterback right now is you still got – your quarterback's still the leader of the team. I think they need a quarterback. Deshaun Kyers is not their answer. I think you have to go with Sam Donald at number one for the Cleveland Browns. And they're going to do two. I think number two, which is the New York Football Giants, I think that's who Bark. That's who's going to get Barkley. <laughs> and you see that that's a downfall too. It seems like whoever goes, like we've talked about before, whoever goes to the Browns usually has a shitty season, uh, let alone a shitty NFL <laughs> career. Um, quarterbacks, especially. I mean, we saw it in uh, Johnny Football. Johnny Manziel, we saw it in him. He had the potential. He left the NCAA way too early in my eyes. Um, he screwed everything up. Now he's playing in a – what is it? A uh, – it's a different oh, Manziel? Manziel is playing in a different I league. The, I thought he was playing in the uh, Bar League. That's yeah, a bar. From bar to bar. Oh, oh, there you go. Down in South Florida, he's been he's <laughs> on the beach down here more than any more than Jay Z and Beyonce. I mean, it's ridiculous. Every week, there's a new picture of him and his girlfriend on the beach down here in South Florida. <laughs> oh man! So we've got your uh, so we've ranked quarterbacks basically going up high. Sam Darnold possibly being the guy to go from USC. Mayfield um, number two. Mayfield will probably go at number two. And uh, I'm telling you, I got a feeling that the, the quarterback from Wyoming, I I got a feeling he's going to go. He's probably going to – he'll he'll probably go first round. I want to say he will. Um, You know, the guy can run. He can throw. Josh Allen, he's he's wow. got the – They're all over him, man. Yeah, I mean, he he's – what is it, Rose? No, it's, Ro oh, it's Josh Allen. They're all over right now. Yeah, they're really, yeah. They're I mean, really they're, off of him, man. They are really looking at him. I mean, he was the top performer in the three cone, three cone drill, and he was also a top performer in the broad jump. Uh, he had a four seven five forty. The guy, he could just he could throw, he could run, and he's. It seems like he's got an NFL look to him. I see him going in a first round, but it'll probably be after Baker Mayfield. I think Baker Mayfield's the number two quarterback taken in the draft. Yeah. Sam Darnold and will definitely be number one. <laughs> yeah. I think he's number one pick. Wherever I, I don't think it's gonna be, I think the Giants are gonna keep Eli around for a few more years after what happened with that debacle last year. Yeah. But uh Mac and Macahoo. But you know, Mac can do actually, but Mac who <laughs> that guy was off the meds. <laughs> and uh so let's see, we've got we've got three running backs, the top 
in uh, the 40 yard dash. Naheim Hines, uh, four three eight in a 40. Saquon Barkley came in second at a 4 4. Kalen Balaj from Arizona State came in a 4.46. Um, I mean, you, you had, you know, people like Nick Chubb from Georgia, Bo Scarborough from Alabama. Uh, you had some pretty big names in there, and they're, I don't, I still have to go Saquon Barkley goes ahead of all running backs. But question is, I mean, where where does he go? I mean, obviously the Browns are going to take Sam Darnold possibly from USC as a quarterback. I mean, dream and trade for somebody. And yeah. Trade them. yeah. And you see that, that that's the thing. Um, yeah, you, you have the Browns at number one, you have the Browns at number four, so they're gonna get two damn good picks. You get a quarterback, and do you go, do you go with a defensive line, defensive line, defensive back? You know, defensive backs were freaking amazing this year. Uh, I know they're all they're stars yeah, for the I mean, field. You know, you don't – it's not really normal that you see defensive backs actually become, you know, the main guy, the main guys. But well, like Richard Sherman? Yeah. No, you he know, was like a six-round pick too. Yeah, and that that's the thing. You know, they were – you had all these cornerbacks, safeties. You had them all, and they were all going in and uh, – you know, yeah, you had all the defensive backs. And, you know, do you go with a defensive back? Uh, that At least you know one thing about a, a defensive back. You know they're at least an eight- to ten-year player because it, it, they're not, you know, getting beat up like that all the time. That's the thing yeah, about right. they're, they're They're doing the beat-up. Right. Right. They're I doing mean, the hitting. But do you see Shaquem Griffin from Central Florida, do you see him going number four in the draft as a linebacker and put them put him on the Browns? Do you see he wow. was the top he was the top linebacker in bench in the forty yard dash at four point three eight? I mean, the guy is a monster and he set the best linebacker forty yard dash. At four point three eight, so obviously you know he's going to go high. Oh yeah, but does he go within the first four? And you got Sam Darnold, you know Barkley at number two. Then you have that number three spot. Then you have Shaquem Griffin. Those first three, you got Darnold, Barkley, Griffin. There's your first three. There's my first three picks in the top in the in the draft. I I just don't see, you know, you do that, especially to, I mean, these guys are going to be good quality players. You know this as well as I do. Of course. Barkley is a a top running back. Yeah, I mean, Barkley is a top running running back. Griffin is a top linebacker. Um, I, I just... I mean, you never know. Team, teams have done crazier things, you know. Yeah. You never know what. You never know what will happen. And like I said at the beginning of the at the start of this podcast, we, you know, we know. You and I both know that the draft class this year was just absolutely, and the combine was great. Um, I just I find it as how do I put this? Maybe one of the top draft classes in the, years? Past, in the past 
five to seven years in my eyes. That's how I look at it. Um, I just find it as one of the, like I said, this is going to possibly be one of the best draft classes in years. And I, I mean, just like you have Griffin, Barkley, Darnold, Mayfield, you, you've got them all. Yeah. And I just hope the Browns don't screw up an NFL player's career and see a college player's yeah. career. I agree with that because – and the thing is about the draft is you really won't know for at least three years. Yeah. Like, Wentz was special. Wentz, you know, this guy had two great first years until he got injured, you know, this year. Well, we kind of covered the combine a little bit. I would say that was about 20 minutes worth. Uh, I'm sure those people will love to hear that. Yes, definitely. Um, let's get into some franchise tags. Oh, oh, the franchise, the the daunted franchise tag. <laughs> Let me tell you my take about the franchise tag. Here we go. So these these guys who bust their ass, play their hearts out, play out their rookie contracts, which is four to five years, and hopefully they don't get injured in those four to five years. Or a career-threatening injury, then the NFL, then the NFL says, "Oh, you could franchise tag a player, so he could play one year for tw- well for the top salary in their respective position." But these guys get no security. Let's say they can be franchise tagged up to three times. So basically, if you get hurt one of those three times career injury, you're screwed. You're done. And I don't think it's fair or right that. A player, a player, they need financial security too. I mean, yes, it's a little different. Their financial security, the hours personally, but still, they, their career, once their career is over, their career is over. I mean, you, you tear ACL or you break a neck or you break a back and you can't, like Ryan Shazier last year, remember he got hurt? I don't yep. think he's ever going to play again. I don't think he is but, either. I'm just talking about Levy on Bill talking about he's going to retire at 26. Well, you know what? Let me get get this money and get out because I'm not going to take a chance with my life, my career. If you're going to keep franchising, I need security. They're not giving these guys security. And I think that's – I totally think that's wrong. I think, yes, maybe you should be able to franchise tag once, but three times? Lady on Bill deserves his years of money. If do you agree with me, Sean? I absolutely agree. I mean, there is no doubt about it. Le'Veon Bell is one of the top running backs in the NFL right now. He, and a great, uh, and a great uh, fantasy running back, too. Yeah, <laughs> he's you got him on your fantasy squad, you have nothing to worry about. The guy's going to get 100 yards. He's going to get two touchdowns. He'll get 120, 130 yards, 100-plus, whatever you want to call it. Le'Veon Bell is a franchise quarterback or uh, running back, and honestly – I feel that Le'Veon Bell, he needs he needs a set contract with a team that will pay him the money so he can perform on his best level. Him constantly getting franchise tagged the way that he is, it, it's going to get his hopes down. It's going to make it to a point to where he's not going to want to play the game anymore. And then he's going to, like you say, he's going to retire. I mean, they, they paid AB. They paid Antonio Brown. And, yes, he's the best receiver in the NFL, without a doubt. Best Antonio Brown's the best receiver in the NFL, I feel, anyway. I don't know what your opinion on it is. Well, you got Julio but, Jones in that mix uh, on the Atlanta Falcons. Oh, Julio. Julio Jones? Yeah, Julio Jones on uh, – Yeah, he's, oh, he's definitely in the mix. I, you know, it's right – it's there, him and him, I think, right – those two by far lead, you know. And then you got your second tier. You got Keenan, which you see every week. I mean, you got Odell Beckham. He's right there too. Yeah. But he, 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 he's more of a you know. He's got to be a super. He's got to be a celebrity here, there, you know. So, I don't know. Like I said, go ahead. Uh, go ahead. So, finish up with your statement about the franchise tag. Well, the franchise tags, you know, the full amounts. What what I'm reading up right now is pretty ridiculous. Um, 
you're giving 11 the full amounts for this year's tags are quarterbacks 23 mil you know running backs are 11 wide receivers are 15 and speaking of wide receivers you still have Jarvis Landry in that mix oh yeah uh you know the the franchise tag on people like Le'Veon Bell uh I just feel that, you know, big names like that don't really need – don't deserve to be on that mix of a franchise tag. Um, no, I, I, one year – okay, one year, I understand. You want to – you know, but two years or three years, these guys aren't getting their money. They're not getting their security. Everybody deserves a little security, especially those guys who could be – who could, his career could be over one hit, one play. Yeah. One second. And, and that's the thing with these. The, I mean, the franchise tags this year, you know, you have Jarvis Landry. You've got Ziggy Ansa from Detroit. Demarcus Lawrence from the Dallas Cowboys. LaMarcus Joyner from the Rams. Of course, Le'Veon Bell. Kyle Fuller from the Chicago Bears. Um, I just – and that's really it. But the fact is, is how many franchise tags are out this year on names like that? I, I don't feel you know. Go ahead and get rid of them. If you have to franchise tag a player that's got an you know a name like Le'Veon Bell who sells merch, then he'll sell his merchandise. No doubt about it. Jarvis Landry, he'll do it. Ziggy Ansa, you know, Demarcus Lawrence, they'll all sell their merchandise. But I'm going to tell you now, don't franchise tag someone except for one year, like you were saying, once. That's that's all you need to do. You don't need to franchise tag someone that is, you know, a, a constant every year type of di- type of type of thing. Little score update, real quick. We got Villanova playing Marquette, ten to Ooh. six right now with thirteen minutes left in the first half. Ooh, this is the quarter final, I think. All right. So, uh, see, this is what you're. This is what I was saying about the. We were talking about this last week. Let me touch on last week. Let me go back to last week a little bit. Last week, when you were saying the NFL is going to be in real trouble, I think. I think they're going to be. The players are going to strike. The oh, yeah. Strike. And I think, like you were saying, man, the NFL is going to be in trouble. Uh, yeah, I mean, it, it's going to be in a lot tr- more trouble than what it is now because, you know, you, you, you know, we're going to get back into this about the whole franchise tagging. I mean, players like Le'Veon Bell, he ain't going to want to be franchise tagged. You know, he's he not going to want to be tagged every single year. He's already talking about retiring at 26 years old because and, he's dude, that's, that that's embarrassing. It's just as bad as Megatron, you know, Calvin Johnson. Right. I don't feel that Calvin Johnson should have retired when he did. I really don't. I mean, the guy was talented. He was in the names of Antonio Brown, Julio Jones, yeah. Odell Beckham. You know, he was he was the guy. He was he was so he was so good to watch. No matter if he played with Detroit or not, he could make a catch that no one else could. Le'Veon Bell, he's going to be right in that mix. You know, he's he's a top he's a top guy. Totally agree. Totally, I, I, and Calvin, look, he had to retire because look, he knew one injury and it's over with. Yeah, and it's done. And that's the bad part, you know. Uh, you you don't want to see that, especially in someone like Calvin Johnson or Le'Veon Bell or someone like that. You don't want to see that. Come on, they're they're talented. They're performers. They they know. Oh, they definitely know is right. And they they believe me. Their bodies know. Yeah, their bodies know when to quit and. Right now, I don't think that Le'Veon Bell needs to be retiring at no 26 years old. I'm, no, 31, no. I'm 31 years old. I'm going to be 32 in July. Uh, 
and I do construction for a living. Don't get me wrong. It's not, it, it's not the NFL. I'm not getting hit, but I did play football back in high school. I did lead with my head. I was a defensive end. You know, I, I would drop back into coverage. I'd rush the quarterback. You know, I did what I had to do, but at the same time, I would have went further on, but I screwed up my collarbone and I, I was done. Um, I, I know the pain behind the football aspect, but in all honesty, I don't feel that, you know, being 26 years old, yeah, Le'Veon Bell's probably made enough money to probably retire on and be good. Right. But in the long run, you you look at someone like Tom Brady, who's 40, 41 years old. He's had money to rest on for the rest of his life for years. With that beautiful wife of his. <laughs> uh, yeah. And and because of that. Exactly. Um, uh, I, I just – I don't see – I, I wouldn't want to see Le'Veon Bell to retire now. I, I, I really wouldn't. The guy is so talented. I, I just don't – I wouldn't want to see that. Uh, quick score update. Uh, Duke 27, Notre Dame 17, quarterfinal ACC tournament with about 10 minutes left in the first half. This is all leading to your uh, next segment. Yep. Speaking <laughs> of that next segment. Uh, championship week. Championship um, week. Boy, have there been some upsets this year in college basketball. Uh, I've heard so much between, I believe it was Kentucky. Maybe it was Kentucky. I forgot. Um, Trying to pull my notes up. Duke is just oof, Duke is just running away right now with this. Yeah, and that you see, that's the thing. I mean, you've got you got the names like Duke, Villanova. Um I can't Virginia. I still can't fathom Virginia as the number one team in the nation right now. <laughs> Isn't it, oh man, that is a shocker. I mean, you look at this top twenty five. I mean, I'm looking at it. Virginia, Villanova, Xavier? Yeah. Michigan State, Duke. Well, Duke, like I said, Duke, Michigan State. Michigan, you know, that, that, those are those are normally the, the teams that you see up there, like Duke, Villanova. But then you got Texas Tech in the top 25. And look at that, 23 and 8. Yeah. Uh, 23 and 8, and they're winning right now, 9 to nothing. Um, Big game tonight, Miami, North Carolina. And... What, what was it? Xavier beat the shit out of St. John's. Yep. Um, Kansas State didn't even come – or Oklahoma State didn't come close with Kansas. Boston College almost beats Clemson. Uh, you know, like Nevada. I, you know, you got those guys in the top 25 at 27 and 6. I see it. I see that. I mean – New Island. Yeah. I mean, there's definitely some, sh- I mean, shocking teams in here. I mean, for you, the USA. Know, it, it's just got- so weird to see Virginia as the top. I mean, you don't ever see Virginia at the top. Not Undisputed. like that. Undisputed. They beat, they beat the hell out of Louisville, 75-58. I mean, you you just don't see Virginia. And they, they are damn good this year. Don't get me wrong. Uh Speaking of the fact, anybody want to be tuning in sometime next week on maybe on a say a Tuesday, where me and good old Al Topic will be discussing our brackets. Oh yeah, uh, you guys might want to stay tuned for that. You guys think that you hear a back and forth with the sports that we do now? Just wait until the <laughs> yeah, wait until the brackets come out, and you guys are fixing to hear two guys go at it. Uh, possibly to a point of not hanging up uh, with each other, but we'll be going back and forth. I'll be skipping Stephen A. days on first take. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, college basketball, this is the best time of year for college, for college sports right here. Oh, yeah. 
Um, you know, you've got you've got NCAA basketball coming to an end. Uh, you have the, uh, you know, you got baseball coming up. Obviously, we covered that last week. I don't really need to cover it again. Yeah, we'll uh, wait to that. There's like 80 spring training games. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, but, yeah, this is this is like one of the most exciting times for, you know, sports guys like us. Uh, the combine just came through. Absolutely amazing. Draft uh, in April? Or yeah. is it May now? Is it May now? Or is it April? Was it late April? What was it? The draft. Uh, NFL draft. Is that late April now? Or is that May I believe, now? Uh, I believe it's late April. Yeah, I think so too. Um, you got NBA playoffs coming up soon? NBA playoffs coming up soon. Admit. And you've got the NCAA turn, you know, March Madness coming up. You know, this is a real exciting time for sports. Um, <clears throat> Marquette, Villanova. I really would hate to see Villanova lose, but in a way I kind of would love to see Villanova lose. Make a little hard on the selection committee? Yeah. Oh, it's always know, hard to make a hand on them. Yeah, who do you who do you put in there next? You know, Marquette. You know, Marquette has always been one of them teams that have always been they've they've been in. Uh, Villanova has been that exact. Villanova has been that same way. Um. All right, I'll give you a quick. Top four, my top four, my top four uh, number one seeds. And let's take away that we don't know what's going to happen in these tournaments, but I don't think that really matters at this point. Virginia's your top overall seed. Yeah. Don't know what's your, t- your second top seed, uh, number one seed. I say Duke is probably going to be your third overall, is going to be your third top seed, number one seed. And, ugh. It's gonna be like, Xavier. I I don't know. I You're can't say Xavier. Up between Xavier, Michigan State. Yeah, Michigan State is Michigan State's scary. Yeah, I know. I mean, Very scary. They they've always been one of them teams that you know you're gonna you're not gonna know what to expect out of them. And so far, they have proved. They have proved that quite well. Ugh. But they've got a lot of – they're going to get a lot of – a lot of these tournaments. They're going to get a lot of backlash for everything that's happened with that university over the last two months. Yeah, I know. And you know what I'm talking about. I don't want to really yeah. get into that because it's disgusting. And I want to yeah. give that guy any kind of credit or limelight. Yeah. He, if Michigan State wins this, I don't know how – how many people is going to tune in? Um, obviously, a lot of people know about it. I'm not going to get into it. I'll just – Larry Nasser. I'm going to say his name. If you guys don't know him, look him up. You'll find everything you need to know about him. Um, like Alan said, it's disgusting. No one wants to hear about it. Nobody really cares about it. Well, obviously, you have to care because kids were involved. Yes. Um, but – you know, Michigan State, they're a top team. I'm, I'm sorry. I hate to say it. They're, they're, they are a contender, and they show it every single year. And for everything that's going on, I mean, I, I hate for what's going on with them because now it makes the whole school look bad. Right. Exactly. You know, you're, you're not going to. It, not only does it make, you know, the gymnastic part look bad, but whenever it's done at a big name school like, like Michigan State, just like Penn State. Yeah, I mean, it's just like the Penn State situation. I just, when you when you do that, it throws the entire organization under the bus. It makes them the whole entire. School look bad, makes all the sports look bad, football, basketball, baseball, 
gymnastics, you know. At the, end of, at the end of the day, it's one entity. Yeah, and at the end of the day, it's just one person. I mean, but that one person reflects on the entire school. Exactly. And if Michigan State does take this, I see – oh, man. I'm, if Michigan State takes it and goes to the Final Four again this year – and makes a which run. Which they seem to do. Yeah, which they somehow seem to do every single time. I want to know exactly how many people are going to tune in. I mean, I mean, they're already telling. Supposedly, it's been told that they've been, they've been telling kids that they make it to the final four. They should they should boycott because of what's going on with the money situation. Yeah. I mean, did you hear the story this week that the NCAA basketball they've. They made over a billion, profited over a billion dollars. Yep. And they can't pay these kids. I mean, we talked about this last week. And they can't pay these kids something, but these kids can't even get jobs or go out to dinner. We're not talking about giving them cars, flashy jewelry, flashy cars, you know, houses. We're just talking about a dinner. You can't yeah. give these guys a McDonald's. If you took one of these college players to dinner, they'd be suspended. And, and you see, that, that's the thing with all this. I, I mean, I've, you know, obviously we've all done our research on everything. Uh, we've talked about all that last week. Obviously, we're not going to probably get into it again. Um, and it caught, caused a big spill. Um, so, you know, you've got your top four who's going to be representing the number one who's going to be representing number one, you know, you got Duke, you got Villanova. Um, who else was it? Uh, Duke, Villanova, we got, hold on. We got Duke, Villanova, Duke, Villanova Virginia. And Michigan State. And Xavier. I just can't see Xavier getting a top four seed. Yeah, uh, I mean – I don't really know who Xavier has played. Me neither. Obviously, they've yeah, played, you know, they played teams that are decent because they're 28-4 and 15-3. and three. I mean, they're in the Big East, which the Big East ain't what it was either. Right. They defeated hmm, – they're first in the Big East, and I don't even know who's in the Big East. Well, the oh, Big man. East, I mean, you got Villanova and Marquette. Yep. So, I mean, there's your number two and number three right there. I mean, you got the Big 12. Yeah. The tournament, that might take away one of these teams out of it. Yeah. Very, very right. good. I mean, they actually um, – Hey, let me see. I think they defeated Villanova this year. I don't remember if they beat Villanova or not. Well, no, I don't think they would have yeah, been. They, they, they lost to Villanova 89-65. Yeah. The first time they played them. The second time they played them, they lost 90, they lost twice. Two of their losses to Villanova. And let's see here. So, we've covered... Uh, I'm not, I'm not going to get too deep into the NCAA basketball right now because obviously, yeah, obviously you and me both have our comments on Tuesday, which everybody make sure you tune in because it's going to be great. Yes. Uh, Tuesday. That's when we really get into the NCAA tournament. Yeah, basketball. This is conference. yeah, these are basically just your conference play. Get that out of the way, and then you go to March Madness, and then things get really hectic between you and me. Yes, sir. <laughs> um, so we've got about 15 minutes left. Let's cover this hour the right way. And go on to talk about the Houston Rockets. And the NBA. And the NBA. What do you think about this? What is it? 17-game win streak now. 
<laughs> Do I find them as a threat? Is that what you're asking? Do you, here's the funny thing about that. Golden State, who's this whole year they played like they haven't played as the Warriors. Let's be let's be honest. They haven't played like up to their potential. And they're only a half a game back, a game and a half back of the Houston Rockets for the top seed in the NBA. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> that's scary, man. I just I didn't expect it. No. I, I, mean, never, I mean I knew Chris Paul and James Harden. I know they're good great players. But yeah. I've seen it down here though with the Miami Heat. They've let they're and I mean they Indiana was the one seed at one point against them. I mean it's like these teams, these super teams, they don't care. They don't care. Right. Like they don't care. But see a team like Houston who's doing all this fighting and battling for first number one seed in home court. They, Golden State, and they don't care. Like, LeBron, did you hear what LeBron came out today and said? I don't care if I'm an AC. If, yeah. I, if I come into your building, game one of the playoffs, you're in trouble. You, you see, that, that's the thing. You, you know, you got big names like James Harden on that team that's going to sit there and say they're still not the team to beat. And he's he's right. He's right. Kind of. Right now, they are the team to beat. Right. Uh, regardless of James Harden saying that they're not the team to beat, I really feel that, you know, they they are they are there. They are they are up there as the team right now in the NBA. That if you're going to want to get to the NBA championship, you're going to have to go through the Houston Rockets in order to do it. I, I, yeah. Did you watch the Boston Houston uh, game Saturday night? To an extent. To an extent. But it turned out to be a great game. They're, they're, they're playing like they're having fun. Right. Open. You know, I'm and sorry. That, I mean, you don't see that anymore. That's D'Antoni. That's Mike. No defense, D'Antoni. Yeah. I mean, you, you hardly see that. that anymore. They're out there having fun, they're winning games. But here's the problem with that style of offense, Sean. At the in, in the playoffs, you don't you you don't play that kind of all, that. This game slows down. It's a grinder. You grind it out. That's the only thing I see with problem with this kind of style of offense. You can't sustain this in a seven game series. So do you say they lock down the number one seed in the Western Conference? I said I said Golden, if, if Golden State lets them, yes. If Golden State says. I don't – you know what? We don't care. We're, we're more about resting our players because, remember, Golden State are the champs. Until you beat the yeah. champs, they're the champs. So, I say I say Golden State might hand them the first seed. Like, Miami, he used to give up the first seed back in the day to Boston or to Indiana. Just didn't care because we knew at the end of the day we had the best players in the league. And now, you, you know, Golden State knows they have the best players in the league. You know they got Kevin Durant and Steph Curry. I mean, who do you who do you really put up against that in a seven game series, Sean? Um. Mm, that's a good one. There was only one I, I, at one time. I only thought there was one tandem that could do it. And there was. That was Kyrie and, and LeBron, but guess what? Kyrie, he's in Boston now. Yeah, he ain't there no more. And Cleveland, Cleveland's a excuse my language, they're a fucking mess. Excuse yeah, language. Uh, huh? Yeah, they've been they've been a mess. Oh man, have they I mean, been a we mess? We got Soupgate now. Have you heard about Soupgate? I've not heard about Soupgate. You ain't hear about Soupgate, Jerry Smith? No. J.R. Smith threw a uh, uh, bowl of soup on his assistant coach, uh, oh, Dante Jones. Damian Jones, yeah. He threw a – he was suspended for a game for throwing a bowl of soup on. I don't know if it was Campbell's or not, but I know, <laughs> I know he threw a bowl of soup on him. I don't know what kind it was, but I know oh, it was a bowl of soup. If it's not one thing kind of gate, it's another kind of gate. Especially with that team. Yeah. 
So it, when you when you sit here and you look at it, um, you know you got the NBA period. You got the Spurs and Thunder on Saturday prime time on ABC this Saturday. Uh, who do you see? As number one seeds in the yeah. NBA, to me, it looks I, like I, I know it's there. It looks like me. Toronto's going to run away with that number one seed in the in the East for sure. Toronto's playing some good damn ball. That's for damn sure. In the West, like I said, it's all about Golden State wants to take it. If they say we're West Ham players, go ahead and take the first seed. We're not scaring you. I think it's all up to Golden State and how their mindset is. And with those players aside, I mean, would you rather have the one seed? Of course. But if it's out of reach, but like I said, Golden State hasn't played their played their full potential all year. And they're only a game and a half back of a team that's won 17 games in a row. That's scary, man. That's far out scary. Yeah, I know. I mean, Steph Curry, I mean, when we get into, you got the best shooter, Clay Thompson. I mean, <laughs> Best two-way player in the league, except for LeBron. Klay Thompson is one of the best two-way player in the NBA. That kick, defense, offense, he does it all. And then you got, I mean, then you got, uh, oh, my, you know, it was Draymond. I mean. Oh, Draymond Green. And you got the best, and then you just got the best pure shoot, like pure shooter, Steph Curry. And then, I mean, then you got Kevin Durant that could do it all. I mean, that team is so stacked. Oh. I mean, then you got, what's his name, the mercenary, uh, Petrulia, taking out people. <laughs> I mean, did you see that later last, what was it, last week he took someone out? I did oh, who see was that. It? Who was it he took out and they went nuts? Oh, I forgot now. <laughs> oh, Westbrook. Westbrook, I think it was. He lit, yeah, he jumped on top of Westbrook. So, and then you can't count out Westbrook, man. That kid, that Westbrook, and has help with Carmelo and Paul George. You can't count that team out either. Yeah. I mean, that West is pretty stacked. Like I said, I know my, I, I'm a Heat fan, but I know the Heat, they'll, they'll give somebody a tough first round, maybe second round, but I, but that East is probably is Toronto, Boston, and Cleveland. You see that, that? That's what I'm looking at now. You know, you got Toronto, Boston, um, number one and number two, and then you have the Houston Rockets in there at number one. Then you have that Golden State. Like you said, if Golden State gives Houston that win, then it's that's it. You know, um, I'm not sure if I should say that it's a shock to see the Wizards oh, playing you know, with, the, with the conference. You know, being number four in the conference, I, I mean, that, I wasn't expecting it, but, you know, good for them. I mean, they're, 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 they're good. Without their best player. Yeah, I mean, and then down there in the Western, you've got, I mean, shockingly enough, you know, you got the Thunder down there at number seven. I just – if I'd have to look at it, Boston makes a run. Toronto's definitely going to make a run. That's a dead That's a dead giveaway. Um, Houston, if they continue to play the way they're playing now, watch out is all I'm going to say. If they continue uh, to go out there and they have fun and they, you know, if they go out there, they continue to have fun, they're they're going to win games. Oh, I definitely going to win games. But like I said, well, my the only thing is I, the playoffs is a different monster. It's a different animal. That's the only thing I have a bet is. Yeah, and that that's the thing. Once the playoffs come around, you can't go out there and have fun anymore. You got to no. go out there. You got to have that mindset that you want to win, that you're going to win. And if you don't have that mindset, huh, you can go ahead and cut that off right now then. Exactly. Because they, they are ruthless in the playoffs. Oh, yeah. No matter what team it is, 
They want to take home that trophy. They want to take home that freaking NBA championship. I'm going to tell you now, I don't don't give a damn who it is. The Heat, uh, Boston, Milwaukee. L.A. Clippers, they're gonna they're gonna play like they want that title, and they're gonna be ruthless. They're not gonna go out there and have fun. I agree. I agree. It's gonna be it's gonna be very interesting coming down the stretch. That's for sure. Did you see today, Derrick Rose Timberwolves for the rest of the year? Yeah. Yep, he's with his old coach, so he could probably. His old coach could play him 80, you know, 80 minutes a game and probably uh, tear his whole knee up again. But, hey, at least he's on the team. Well, I mean, you got Miami playing right now. You ought to be happy about that. Oh, you know what? They're playing got- Philly. I know that. That's right. They're playing Philly. That's yeah. been best in battle all year. And uh, then you have Boston, Minnesota. You might want to keep it on. Like- you need that. Oh, just started 2-2. Okay. Yeah. That's Wayne Wade. Talk about Dwayne Wade. He's been on a tear here. Yeah. Heard a lot about that guy in this past week. Oh, yeah. I don't know if you've heard. Did you hear about I know you guys don't get the full stories down there, but one of the one of the victims that were uh killed with the Parkland shooting, the the kid, one of the kids was buried in a Dwayne Wade jersey. He like oh, wow, was really? so happy that yeah, he was so happy that Dwayne Wade came back. So yesterday, Dwayne Wade surprised the school and showed up at the school at Stoneman Douglas High School. You know, I and saw that. Did you share yeah. that? I my, I did share. I think I shared it on Facebook or in or Insta, uh, one of the, hey Facebook. Facebook. Yeah, I, I think I saw that. He showed up at the that, school. That, that, that was freaking, That was cool. Yeah, he got home late from a away game, and then he, you know, and then oh yeah, they're playing Washington. And then he comes home, gets home about 2, 3 in the morning, and then he's at that school about 10 o'clock in the morning on his one day off. You see, that's the, that's the thing with Dwayne Wade. You know, he's such – I hate to throw this in there, but, you know, I'm going I'm to go back to WWE, WWF, whatever you want to call it nowadays. Uh, John Cena. Yeah, you oh, know, yeah. A lot of people don't like him in the ring. But what he does outside the ring, you can't have nothing but respect for the guy. Make a wish. He's one of the yeah. leading guys that do Make a Wish Foundation. You were talking about my job the other day. That's funny you brought that up. We were just talking about John Cena at my job the other day and how he did, he's the leader for doing the Make a Wish Foundation. And those guys, those guys are at all kinds of wrestling shows all year long. They work like hundreds of days a year. Yeah, they work like three hundred and twenty days out of the year. And John Cena still finds time outside of the ring, you know, when he's even when he's doing movies or he's on Jimmy Fallon or he's on another show or doing something Saturday Night Live. You know, no matter what he's doing, he's always got time to find, no matter if it's his day off, if it's the only day off. He and he's the leading guy in Make a Wish. I respect the guy for that. Well, definitely, without a doubt. you know, you can't help respect inside the ring. Obviously, inside the ring, I feel like he got a little too much handed to him, really. Oh, yeah. That, that's me. But outside the ring, I've got nothing but respect for the guy. And Dwayne Wade is kind of he, – he he basically kind of mirrors that. I like hey, Dwayne yeah. Wade on the court. I'm not going to lie. I love Dwayne Wade on the court. He's a freaking beast on the court. And, you know, he's got that side of him that – you know, it's right there. You know, right if, there. if it's there, he's he's Miami, man. the way he left Miami was so bad down here that I'm so glad that guy is back. Let me put just he deserves he he belongs a Miami Heat player for life. Yeah, and there there is no doubt about that at all. That Dwayne Wade he needs to be he needs to be in the Heat. I, I, that's his home. Simple yeah, that. Uh, exactly. Every fan down there, I know for a fact. I've seen him play. Uh, well, on the on TV, obviously, I'm not not gonna come down to Miami to watch him play. But you know, his his jersey sells. He is a known name in Miami. He he needs to continue with Miami. He needs to stay with Miami. He needs to retire with Miami. He's gonna and not 
and not go anywhere else. He's gonna. I tell you what, he'll be here for the rest of. If it's a year, he'll be here the rest of his career. Nine five eight minutes left. Eight minutes and forty one seconds left in the first quarter. Miami up. Well, Alan, we have yes. been on here for an hour. Yes, we have done our take. As always, it is always good talking to you every Thursday night. We have a special night going on Tuesday. Everybody tune in. Bracket Um, night. And I don't know if I have anything else left to add. I believe that we have covered. I believe we have covered everything that we needed to talk about. I think we got four topics in. Format went great. Everything was good on my end. Everything was good on your end. Yep, no anchor 3.0 glitches. Thank God. <laughs> Finally. <laughs> um, other than that, Alan, I took us out last week. I believe this time it is your turn. Sean, it was a good week. I think we killed it. We crushed it, man. We did our thing. And Tuesday night, we're going to do our thing. We're going to do the damn thing. Oh, and, we're gonna boy. Play, and it's going to be a rough night for both of us. But we'll get through it. We'll get through it. I don't know if that one's going to be a little longer than an hour or not, depending on how uh, depending that might on be. arguments go. You know, you know what? They're going to have their little. I think they have the. You know how they have the little playing game now to get into the into the into the tournament. But I'm not. I'm not even worried about that game at all. I care less. We'll just get our main brackets down and done. We'll be good to go. It might go a little over an hour, but it's going to be well worth it because we're going to crush it. Always do. And yeah, we're crushing it every week by week. We're getting better and better, man. This was best one yet because we just keep practicing. We're getting it better and better, man. Yeah, and like you said, you know, we're getting our topics covered every single week, and you know, we're gonna start doing that. We're gonna, we're gonna actually uh, contact each other before the show, get right, our little... topics in, and we'll yep. do our research beforehand, and we'll have everybody covered and ready to go for our next sports site. And our fans to listening, enjoy. Absolutely. Thank you guys for listening, guys. Thank you so much. No doubt. Thank you guys because you guys everybody. make the show, man. You guys make our show by listening. And feel free to call in or Facebook us or, you know, I'm out, I know, at the real topic on Twitter. Sean, you go ahead and you can put your plug in. Uh, I believe I'm 8 bit barstool on Twitter. Yeah. I'm not sure. Right. Yeah, you are. You are. You are. <laughs> Might be, I might be that on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, find me at you know, 8-Bit Barstool. Uh, Facebook. You know, we, can, we, can, we can make a little Twitter page for our show, you know? That, that's true, too. We can make the uh, out topic an 8-Bit Barstool. I mean, you know. And, the, and they could call that. You guys call in and write in and you give us topics. You guys, we want the fans to participate. Off the 8-Bit off the eight bit meds. Off <laughs> the eight bit meds sports take, however we want to do it. Yeah, we'll figure it out. We'll get it going. We'll brand it. We'll get it going. You know, we'll get it. We'll we'll do it. Like I said, it's been you know we've been doing this a month now, right? This is show four. Yeah, uh, yeah this so is our yeah. third or fourth time. So yeah, a month. We're yeah, a month so, and we should have echoes back soon. So I'm gonna share this week. I'll share it. Share it like I did, you know, like last week. I'm sure you shared it out. Yeah. And, you know, until they get the echoes back, Anchor 3.0, if you're listening, get it done. And uh, that's all I got, man. You guys have a great week. We'll see you Tuesday for the special edition of the – I don't know the name of the total show yet, but we'll come up with it. (laughs) (laughs) We'll be here, man. We're here. We're here for you guys. We're here. For us, this is a great – we have a great time doing it, man. We have a great time entertaining you guys. Sean, I think that's it, man. Do you have anything else? Alan, that's it. I was, uh, I was super happy with this show. Again, thank you to all the listeners that support yeah. Off the Meds podcast and radio show. Uh, thank you, everyone, to, uh, that supports the 8-Bit Barstool podcast with your host, Sean. I love listening to you guys every week. You know, you got your likes of Matty Moe, Angie Ray, uh, Ant Capone. You know, you got everybody in there, Roski with Rye Rye, talking about with oh. You know, you got everyone that we listen to, everyone that turns around and listens back to us, that gives us claps, that favorite yes. station. 
Uh, we have the most upright respect for all of you guys. Thank you, guys. And, uh, yeah, much thanks to everyone that continues to push it out on this 3.0 system. Uh, obviously, it's a little bit more difficult, but obviously we're all getting back into it. We're, we're pushing out more content. Uh, you know, Alan's got something to talk about with you guys every single day of the week, whether it's your hump day, whether it's your Thursdays, you know, call in, give this guy a talk and he'll, he'll yeah, make sure to add you guys right on in there and he'll talk right back with you. But uh, right. until Tuesday, Tuesday and not Thursday, you guys make sure you tune in to a very special Al topic with Off the Meds and Sean with 8-Bit Barstool because we're going to tear it up with NCAA March Madness coming in and you guys are going to possibly enjoy this more than you have our own podcast. Guys, have a great night and we'll see you Tuesday. See you, Alan. Good talking. All right, All right later.